Peepful Minutes with the Wintonberry Community. The Peep is an early childhood podcast for families that gives easy tips and activities for preschoolers. It is provided by the certified teaching staff at Wintonberry Early Childhood Magnet School. This is episode number one, Reading with Your Child. For our inaugural episode, we will be doing an interview with Samantha Straker, Wintonberry's instructional coach. Parents know that reading with their children is important, but we'd like to offer some tips to make this time as effective as possible. Sam, how often should I read with my child? That's a great question. You should read with your child as much as they want to and as much as they can. Aim for daily. What if we can't read every day? Well, that's okay. Try to establish a routine, though. Sometimes before bed or after dinner are convenient times to do this. It will be different depending on your household and your own routines. At one point with my own kids, we were reading first thing in the morning right as they got out of bed. So if we get busy and miss a night, we shouldn't worry too much about it, as long as we're reading more regularly. Right. Don't worry too much about it. And there's always weekends where you can catch up and beef up your reading, sit on the couch, and just pour through library books. Sometimes we get busy. How does reading with my child help him or her? There are many benefits in emergent literacy. Emergent literacy is knowing the parts of a book, the cover, the pages, how to turn the pages, what pictures are, and what words are. There's also a lot of benefits in comprehension. This really is the understanding of what's happening in a story or even just what's happening in one picture. Reading also has a lot of benefits in oral language. When you read aloud to children, you're supporting their understanding of an increasingly complex language. You're expanding the vocabulary, and you're exposing them to what conventional grammar sounds like. This is the sentence structure, what an appropriate sentence sounds like. And you're also engaging them in conversation. Reading aloud is a wonderful foundation for later readers. So when your child developmentally is ready to read text themselves, they will have had a strong foundation in reading just from all of the books that you've read with them beforehand. Okay, so how do I choose a good book? So there's a lot of things that go into choosing a good book. I first suggest knowing your child and finding a book that's appropriate in length. I would also say knowing your child, finding a book that's of interest to them. This is going to be really crucial for engagement. Also, read your favorite books over and over again. I'm so glad you said that because sometimes I don't think we always think to do this and revisit those favorite books. It it doesn't have to be a new book every time. No, absolutely not. It doesn't have to be a new book every time. In fact, rereading books um, really builds on that comprehension. So they really get to understand what's happening in the story because they've heard that language and they've seen those pictures over and over and over again. Pass it on to the child and let them tell you what's happening in the story. Another way to choose a good book is to find one that's of interest to the adult. Now, this sounds less important, but you will find that you enjoy reading with your child more when you like the book a little bit. And oftentimes when you like the book, the child becomes more engaged as well. I actually told this to a friend of mine, and I gave her some book suggestions She texts me later after she had gone to the library and checked a few out, and she was just amazed by how much richer the reading experience was with her daughter. Can you walk me through reading with my child? What should that look like? Um, Sure. There's really no right or wrong way to read. This is important because just reading is very, very important in itself and very beneficial. So generally, we think about the adult reading the book and the child listening. In this format, 
the child is really a passive listener. They're hearing the story. They're probably comprehending the story, but they're not actively sharing about the book. Sometimes this happens naturally when you read a new book for the first time. You can try shifting your approach, and rather than the child being a passive listener, they can actually actively help to tell the story. And you can structure this through prompting and questioning. Try asking your child questions while reading. Take a moment, pause on the page, um, and, and ask them a question and let them see what their response is. This works best, especially after multiple reads of a book. Here's some questions that you can try. Where is the, insert a word, that the child can visibly see in the picture of the page that you're on? So, example, where's the cow? You could also say, can you touch the? Again, insert a word that the answer is within the picture. So it might sound like, can you touch the sun? You can also say, what noises does the animal make? Make sure the animal, of course, is visible in the picture. So you could say, what noise does the cow make? You could say, what's this? Who's that? What's happening in this picture? That's a good one. It is a good one. This is great because it's very open-ended. So whatever the child's response is, is going to be from the picture that he sees. And it allows a child to stay within their range of development and share what they see. So there's really no right or wrong answer here. Here's some other questions. Where do you think they're going? Why do you think he did that? How do you think she feels? Have you ever felt that way? What do you think will happen next? What would you do if that happened to you? So you might have noticed that as I read through those questions, they got a little bit more complex. So the questions at the beginning, such as where is the, are questions that can easily be answered by looking at the pictures. The questions towards the end of the list, such as, what do you think will happen next? Those are questions that can't easily be answered by just looking at the picture. Your child really has to put some things together. So those questions are a little bit deeper. So when you first start reading, try with the questions at the top of the list and work your way down. We will have available for you this list of questions um, Melissa will tell you more about that at the end of the session. So when your child responds, you can expand on that response, and it's important to act as if you're having a conversation about the book. So it's really important to keep these interactions light and fun, I would assume. Yes, thank you, Melissa. Very important. Just keep it light and fun. Act as you're having a conversation. Exactly. What should I do if my child can't do this yet? So first, you should just keep reading to them, and you should just keep reading them their favorite books so that they have a solid understanding of several books. This form of reading takes time and works best when books are read over and over and over again. So you can also start by asking simple questions first, as I explained earlier. These are the questions such as, where is the, and can you touch the, the ones that the answers are readily available on the page. You can also ask your child to point to something. Sometimes pointing is easier for children than verbalizing. Pause before reading and see what the child has to offer. And a great starting question is, what do you see? Or tell me about this page. Because these answers are somewhat open-ended and don't necessarily have a right or wrong response. The child will feel successful. 
And if you need further suggestions, um, your child's teacher should be available to provide some of those. Absolutely. Always ask um, your child's teacher. They have a very good insight on where they are developmentally within this area. And what can I do if my child can already do what you're talking about? So really just the opposite. Ask them the deeper questions, the ones at the bottom of the list. These questions elicit a deeper kind of thinking. What would you do if this happened to you? Think about that question. The child has to really think about the book, and then they have to think beyond the book about themselves. You can also let them read the book to you. And this doesn't mean read the book word for word. This means letting them look at the pictures and tell you the story in their own words. Do I have to do this every time I read with my child? Is it okay to ever just read the book straight through? Absolutely. You can read the book straight through. You can ask them questions, whatever's appropriate for you and your child in that moment. This is just one way to extend and have a different way for reading with your child. And of course, just listening to a book is beneficial and enjoyable. Enjoyable is key. We want kids to enjoy reading, not feel pressure by it. If you want to try this conversational form of reading, know that you don't have to ask a question on every page. Keep it simple. When you first try, just plan to ask one question, see how it goes. You probably realize you already do this a bit. Where can I learn more about this? So we have some resources for you. Um, This form of reading is actually called dialogic reading. We have a bookmark that you can print. It will have all the questions I shared earlier with you on it. And we also have a couple of cheat sheets that explain this form of reading a bit more. And it is a research-based best practice. So in a nutshell, what should parents take away from this episode? All right, so in a nutshell, any form of reading is beneficial. Dialogic reading is just one way to read. Try to establish a time for reading. Pick engaging books. Remember, for both parties, for engaging for the child and also engaging for yourself. Reread your favorite books. Remember, the more familiar they are with the story, the easier it is for them to tell and to talk about. Let go of the role as the adult as the only reader and let your child pitch in. It's a conversation. Don't be afraid to let your child take the lead. Try becoming the listener one time. And use your parent heart. Don't be pushy with prompts and questions. The goal is to read and talk. Keep it light and keep it fun. Please stay tuned for more on this topic. Thanks, Sam. You can visit our website at wec.bloomfieldschools.org for the printouts that Sam mentioned. And you can find our podcast on our website, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. Feel free to share us with a friend. You can find out when our next episode is available by checking the Peeper newsletter or by subscribing via our website or in-app. Thanks for listening. 